Hi, everyone. Thank you so much for joining another episode of Credit Union's Coffee and Conversation. This is Patty Corkery. Uh, for this episode, the League's media and publications editor and our good friend, Sean Glennis, takes over the reins again. Earlier this month, we held our ACE. And at the event, Sean was able to interview a handful of our young professionals from the Fuel Group, our movement's young professional group. Uh, Sean and some of the YPs discussed all sorts of things around professional growth in the credit union industry, including how the Fuel Group has helped them grow professionally and how they're getting involved in advocacy and what steps they're taking in their credit union journey and what's next for them. So uh, I'm thrilled to bring you this episode. A big shout out to Sean for taking over the reins and leading the discussion at the ACE at our podcast booth. Um, hopefully for those of you that were there, you saw it and, and this is what was happening. He was busy recording and meeting with our YPs. So please enjoy this peek into the future of our credit union movement. All right, can you tell me your full name and title? I am Ginger Leach. I work at Community West Credit Union as the Learning and Development Manager. I'm Kyle Trondel. I'm the Marketing Director at TNI Credit Union. Uh, my name is Abby Hubbard, and I'm the Accounting Manager at Filer Credit Union. I am Joshua Buck. I am the Network Administrator at Members First Credit Union. My name is Caitlin Blankenship, and I am a Member Service Rep um, in the call center at Harbor Light Credit Union. My name is Jordan Sanderson. I'm the Assistant Marketing Manager. Um, my name is Tiffany Rucker, and my title is uh, Training and Development Associate at One Detroit Credit Union. So you've been a part of the Fuel Michigan program. How do you think Fuel Michigan has impacted your career growth? I would say Fuel Michigan has impacted my career growth immensely. I started when it was really small, only 20 people were in the group, and now we're at almost 200. So it's really crazy to see it grow. But also for me, I feel like I've developed both professionally and personally through the years. Um, basically, it just stretches you. It make, it challenges you. It makes you try things you wouldn't normally try in your day-to-day -day work life. Okay. Um, it's really networked me as well. I would say I feel really connected to many young professionals and like executives and other credit union people in the industry from being in this group. I got started in, it in uh, 2020, actually, during COVID, of all things. And it was a lot of virtual stuff. And I was like, okay, that's kind of my comfort level right now. I didn't know how to break out of my shell. Um, and, and thanks to other people in Fuel, uh, Kyle Grzynski throwing me under a bus every time we had and, you know, people coming on. He goes, nobody has a question. He's like, well, Kyle's got one. So it really got me out of that nervous shell and actually got me more involved with like wanting to come forward, wanting to participate or be more involved in things. So that was a huge thing for me starting in Fuel, and it's kind of led to more now. Um, I help with the leadership on it. We just completed our first YP conference. I just helped plan that with a couple of the leaders. Like I never thought couple of years ago I'd be in this kind of situation. It's really made me come out of my shell a lot more. When I first started Fuel I was the type that kept my camera off, kept my microphone off, pretended it was broken a lot in the chat and in the past couple of years now I am a district leader, I'm the scholarship recipient leader this year so I am a lot more outgoing, I'm a lot more confident so it's really made me become more self-aware of the type of person I am and put myself out there more so it's changed my yeah, everything about my career. Fuel has been an incredible impact on my career. Uh, I've been with Fuel since the very beginning, which it's uh, kind of poetic actually that uh, we're doing this at the ACNE because Fuel originated from the YP scholarship group 
at the ACE. Um, I can't really remember the year. It wasn't the last Traverse City ACE, but it was the one before that. And I was a YP scholarship recipient there as well, and that's why I got uh, involved with them. Um, so Fuel has been incredible. I've learned so much from so many executives all across the state, so many other young professionals as far as things that work for them to help them get noticed, to help them set them apart from other people looking to continue moving up in the credit union industry, and so much more about advocacy than I would have originally thought uh, because I am fairly involved in that now, but at the time, it was still a lot of uncharted waters for me. Before I started at Harbor Light, I hadn't really had a career. Um, coming to them has granted me the opportunity to build one, and that is the biggest impact, to be honest. They pushed me to join Fuel like almost immediately when I joined Harbor Light. They were like, hey, we see something in you. We want to cultivate that. And it was the biggest self-confidence booster. <laughs> um, and Fuel Michigan has put me in contact with so many different people and it's led me to making those connections so that I can um, get into marketing, which is really my passion. I was able, uh, fortunate enough, to join the Fuel Michigan group at the beginning of this year. So far, it has put me in connection with a lot of really influential, smart, passionate people. Um, I've been able to learn just from great presenters, great people that you should just, I feel like, know in general. Um, but it's increased my self-awareness. Um, it's helped me to build better relationships. Um, overall, I feel like I enjoy work more because of it. I come to these events and I leave feeling super inspired and charged up, and then I'm able to bring the energy back to my team. Um, by building these relationships and spending these time with people, I'm setting myself up for success in the future. I've been told a lot in this, through this specifically, um, you grow through opportunity and through getting to know people, so keep growing your network, and that's exactly what we're doing, so I'm excited to see what comes of it. Mine was kind of different. It's, it's a funny story, actually, how I ended up here anyways. Um, I, got an, I got an email from someone in an organization inviting me. Uh, normally you would know that someone because someone recommends you to be a part of the group and I didn't know and I messaged my manager I was like do you know what this is and she said no and I said I sent the email back to him I said uh did you mean to send it to the wrong person and he's like no it's for you and then my manager's like oh yeah there's it's this group and we really it's a part of it and it's for young professionals and before that moment I hadn't really considered a full career in credit unions, I come from a restaurant background. I'm a hippie and an artist, and nine to five wasn't really me. When I first got in here, I got in here uh, like an intern, and it it actually made me pause and think. I'm a big believer that things happen for a reason, and your trajectory, if something's pushing you one way, it's because you're meant to go that way, and so. Getting it made me really evaluate and say, hey, you know what? Maybe this is something. I like it here. I haven't left. I'm a millennial. And I just hit two years, which, you know, it's like millennial 10 years. And I, you know, this is something that I'm enjoying. And it made me reevaluate and say, you know what? I really do want to start to think about a long-term career here. So can you speak to some of the specific things that, that Fuel, being a part of Fuel, has really brought to your attention, whether it's, you know, uh, conferences, programs, scholarships, that kind of thing? Honestly, advocacy. Um, I was not, before I joined Harbor Light, 
I was not super aware of all of the political things that were going on regarding credit unions. I've always been a member of a credit union since I was little, but I had no idea there was so much political strife and so many things happening. So having that opportunity just to experience it and to get to know what's going on in the world that's much larger than, than just me and, or even just in Michigan or you know, the United States because credit unions are all over the world. It's hard to quantify the impact that fuel has on young professionals. It's something that really needs to be experienced and as soon as you do, it's going to be a flick of the switch in your head to be like, wow, I can't believe I didn't join this sooner. Um, so how are you planning to grow, whether it's within your credit union or just the industry as a whole? Like, are there steps you're taking um, to prepare yourself for opportunities, that type of thing? I want to grow. <laughs> I don't really, I wouldn't say I'm one of those people that says, you know what, I want to be a CEO in X amount of years. I, I would love to grow into a position that's, I can still be in very influential and help make decisions. Um, I would love, I love operations and, and people. Having a team, managing, that's a passion of mine. So something where I can still ha be on a team, help me hopefully manage a team. Um, this will be on, like, on the ground level, so to speak, like where I, I can help. Are there steps you're taking to make sure that you're sort of ready for that opportunity? Oh yeah, any step I can. If I see an opportunity, I, I jump at it. So I'm... I try to uh, talk with my manager quite frequently about, you know, is there anything I can help you with? Is there any opportunities I can take? One huge one that um, I'm getting the honor to participate in is this summer I'm going to CUNA Management School. So I'm extremely excited for that. And I think that'll be a huge growth opportunity for me. That'll help push me um, and maybe even show me where exactly in the movement I see myself. Because right now it's, I love operations, but maybe it's something else. So how did that opportunity come about? Did you just kind of like hear about it or seek it out on your own? I first heard about it actually through Fuel. So that's one awesome aspect of Fuel is you, it opens your eyes to things you just, you don't normally hear about. And I kind of mentioned it to my, to my boss and I knew um, there was others within my credit union that had gone before and I heard how much they grew from it and how much they learned. And I said, you know, that's something I would love to do. I'm, I'm a huge learner. I'm a student at heart. I think I always will be. And so I was like, you know, a learning opportunity, a growth opportunity. Yes. Yes, please. So, and I guess they're, they just decided that they would like to send me. <laughs> I, I'm always looking up. I think for me, um, I always want to work in an industry where I could benefit someone. Coming from marketing, it was always like I could never work for like a cigarette company or something because I'm like, oh, I'd, I'd feel really guilty. So for me now, it's like, well, how can I help more people? It's, it's getting more knowledge. It's moving up. Um, whether it's I stay in marketing or I find a different uh, section within the credit in the industry to grow, the more I can affect people, the better. So for me, it's uh, that next step is Kingdom Management School. I'll be starting that this year and getting the training and the necessary tools that I can continue to grow my career upward. I can say that I have learned a great way to learn is to go shadow other departments and see what they're doing and learn about perspectives that you might not have. Get outside of your department and go talk to other people. So I've actually sat down and thought about it recently because all of this has made me really reevaluate where I am in my life. And I, I'm always, in my life, my major is psychology. I've always liked helping people um, and helping people grow. I think that's always one of my best things when any of my friends have an issue. I'm the person that they come and talk to. And I think that right now, being able to create an environment for the people that I work with that is 
inclusive, that is inviting, that people feel seen and feel heard. I think that's one of the movements that's happening. I read an article a while back that says like millennials and Gen Zs, they're not, they're obviously looking for money. They want jobs that'll pay them well, but they'll stay at a job that doesn't pay them well if they enjoy the culture, if there's things. And so I really want to be a lot in like employee engagement and making the office space fun and comfortable, um, focusing on health and wellness. And um, we just we just had a a speaker and he was talking about like digital wellness and being able to disconnect and understanding the importance of those things. So I, I really want to help the people that work at the credit unions have a better job experience and also have a better mental space because I think that affects how they treat the members. So it's like employee engagement, yeah. So I want to talk advocacy real quick. Uh, I'm just kind of curious how you see advocacy as part of your growth and just your overall like career arc. I, to be honest with you, for a while, I did not know what advocacy was. Being in this industry, it took me a while. And actually, from Fuel, again, another plug, uh, Fuel, I heard about this hike the hill in Washington, D.C. So I'm like, you know what, let's try it. I applied for the scholarship. I got it. And I went, and that really, again, that opened my eyes to what advocacy is and why it's so detrimental to the movement and all of our positions within the movement, how we can help our members. So for me, I'm actually very passionate about advocacy. I love it. One of my favorite conferences to go to is the GAC. And I just see wherever, wherever I end up in this industry, advocacy is always going to be important. And I think it is no matter your position within your credit union, whether you're the CEO, whether you're a teller. So I, I don't know. I, I'm a passionate person. I get really um, enthused about things. So I could definitely see myself continuing to do Hike the Hills and going to these conferences. I love having those very um, intentional but laid back conversations with legislatures, like at the legislative breakfast that we have as chapters. I love those. Really, any, again, any opportunity that presents itself, I'll jump in. For me, I think it, it's got to be at the center of what we're doing right now. The best thing that we get to do that I love about uh, this industry as a whole is the fact that we get to help people on a daily basis and keeping the advocacy at the forefront is going to be important to make sure we can continue doing that. So for me, it's something that um, I have a lot more passion for and wanting to learn more and more about it and get more involved because I think it's going to be crucial going forward that this next generation of us coming up in this industry keep that fire going, keep the pressure on to make sure that, hey, we can still do everything we can in our power to help the people in our community. So it's, it's got to be top top of the uh, top of the docket. Young professionals from PFCU that attend Fuel, we talked about putting together an advocacy group, um, reintroducing it back into our staff, maybe weekly reads or just t touch base with them and tell them why they're doing what they're doing. And being able to be a part of all of this reminds me that we're helping people. And through all of this, it's really making a, a difference in so many ways. And it's great to see that. So I applied for a part-time MSR position at a credit union, got in, and that's where I was really first exposed to the credit union movement. And I knew it was something, I'm like, there's something magical here. Like, what credit unions are doing, it's, it's like a secret to people that don't know about it. And they need to know about it. They need to know about the impact the credit unions are making. But at the time, I wasn't aware that I had any avenues to really help push that message forward. And uh, it didn't come in until I transitioned to my current credit union at Members First. 
um, where I met with uh, two people, specifically Kristen Williamson and Joe McCloskey, who were involved in the Credit Union Advocacy Committee uh, that we have at Members First. And really experiencing their passion and drive for the movement, they kind of took me under their wing to help educate me, and we really helped grow, we call it the Quack Credit Union Advocacy Committee, into something I consider it magical. And over the years, uh, I've had the opportunity to go to more events, learn more, uh, going to GACs, learning about issues that are impacting credit unions. And I started by taking the information that I learned at the GACs and just bringing them back to the credit union, saying, listen, this is what I learned. These are the issues that are impacting us. And that was, it worked really well as like an initial first step, basically getting the young professionals thinking so that when they go back to their credit union, they actually start asking questions, which gets their senior leadership thinking about it as well, um, and really hitting home the entire purpose of advocacy, getting the word out, spreading the message, and getting people talking about it. Are there any sort of like core principles that guide you through your time as, as a professional and just thinking about growing and, and moving and all these things that you mentioned? Are there any sort of like little uh, chestnuts that you, that you refer back to? Yeah, my, my favorite one that I always go to is get comfortable being uncomfortable. And it's said a lot, but I really is just throwing yourself into situations where you, you could be wrong, you might be wrong, you can completely fail. But being able to go, you know what though, it's all right, I failed, I can see where it happened, I'm going to grow and be better because of that. So I think I've had way more growth even in the last year and a half than I did in my first five years because I started really just throwing myself into things and you know, sinking or swimming and thankfully swimming. I mean, but always moving forward. Really, for me, it's to always be a good person. Like, being there for people, welcoming people. It doesn't matter who you are, what you're doing. I will accept you and I'll welcome you in. So I just try to be that, like, warmth to people and be there for people. And I think it helps me in my, my personal life and it helps me in my career, too, because I just try to be that person for everyone that... I'm here for you no matter what. So that's really my, my biggest core thing for me, I think. I kind of stole it from our, my CEO, Justin. Um, relentless positivity. And I'm kind of dressed in yellow today, which obviously you listeners can't see. But I am dressed in a lot of yellow, bright, happy, sunshiny colors. Um, relentless positivity is something that I hold to every day. One mantra that I keep in my head all the time is I can do hard things. Uh, life, hard things come up all the time, and you can very easily look at the situation and say, you know what, this is tough, I can't do this. But you know what, you can. You really can. And you can have the pain of discipline or the pain of regret. And if you can work hard and stick towards that discipline path, you can get whatever you want. So that's something I always try to think about because we all start things and then maybe we end them and then we're like, maybe look back at it and think, dang, I could, I could be here right now, I could be doing this thing, and you regret that you didn't do it. So... You can do hard things, we all can. Wow, that was great. I loved hearing how passionate our young professionals are about things like advocacy and helping members succeed. Uh, this truly brightens my day to listen to it. I hope it does for you as well. I can't wait to watch these folks grow and turn into great leaders in our industry in the coming years. One of the highlights for me at our annual convention was, a, was when I was able to have lunch with our young professionals. Um, our board chair at the time, Heather Luciani, joined me and we just sat down and talked all things about 
about professional growth and leadership and some of the challenges we faced on our journey to leadership. It was a really great conversation. Um, so if any of our young professionals are listening, if you're not already involved in the Fuel Group or 906 Hype in the UP, I encourage you to contact them and have a conversation about joining. Um, it's clearly opening doors to new networks and broadening members' opportunities and skill sets. So thanks so much for listening. I hope you enjoyed the episode as much as I did. And thanks again, Sean.